Welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School with Michael Benner. Hey, this is your host, Michael Benner, and you're listening to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. This is the fourth in our series of quarantine meditations, and I hope you've been listening all along. If this is your first exposure to this series, you're welcome to listen to and participate in this podcast. You can do the exercise. I'd recommend you go to quarantine meditation number one and learn the progressive muscular relaxation exercise. Then do two and three and give yourself some time to work your way up to this particular lesson in which we develop mindfulness. The practice we introduced last time in quarantine meditation number three, we're going to go a little further with that in this episode and talk about a quality of mindfulness that goes beyond watching your breath to watching your thoughts without judging them. This is a fascinating way to expand your awareness and enjoy a much richer and more meaningful life. Allow me to remind you that if you're listening to the YouTube version of this, you're listening to an edited version, and the full and complete podcast can be found in the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School podcast stream, available wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes or Google Play, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, whatever player app or aggregator podcast directory you normally use to get your podcasts. And on the other hand, if you're already listening to the full audio podcast and would like to hear a shorter edited version in the future without the little mini lesson that's included here, then search YouTube for Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. And because so many people are experiencing a great deal of stress and anxiety, even sadness, depression, grief as a result of what the world is going through right now, I am offering free introductory sessions to my private work by telephone or Skype, uh, Zoom, WhatsApp, FaceTime, whatever platform is most comfortable for you. And it's the easiest thing in the world to schedule. Just go to my primary website, michaelbenner.com. Benner is be like boy, E-N-N-E-R, michaelbenner.com. You'll see a big red circle right in the middle of the home page with fireworks, <laughs> literally fireworks going off on it. Tap on that button or click on it, and you'll be able to access my online calendar. And from whatever is available, choose a day and time that works for you. You'll get an email to confirm with the number to call, and another reminder by email the day before the session. So don't hesitate to check that out. And I'm happy to provide these counseling and training services during these really dark times. So in our last episode, quarantine meditation number three, we introduced a breathing exercise where you develop mindfulness first by watching your involuntary breathing and identifying as the watcher rather than the breather. 
<laughs> That's the trick. Because it creates a sense of detachment where you find yourself feeling almost as if you're watching someone else's body being breathed. It's like sitting next to a sleeping person and watching their chest rise and fall and recognizing that they're sound asleep, they're essentially unconscious, and yet look at the body breathing itself. Well, your body breathes itself all the time. And you could interfere, hold your breath, or you could choose to pant and breathe rapidly or take a nice, slow, deep breath. But at some point, you let go of that and allow your body to breathe itself autonomically, right? Automatically, involuntarily, that is. And since you don't need to participate or cooperate in any way at all, you can take a step back and just watch that happen. Now, that's great practice for a quality of mindfulness we'll explore in this episode, which is watching your thoughts, identifying as the watcher rather than the thinker. And the most amazing thing happens, you begin to stop judging, especially if that's your intention, to cease analyzing and reasoning, working with, again, participating or seeking conclusions or making decisions about these thoughts, you recognize that this thought stream, sometimes called monkey mind, is involuntary and spontaneous. That you're meditating mindfully. You're not here to do any logical, analytical reasoning, and yet the mind is serving up all these ideas without your permission, not as the result of any desire to think or need to think, but in spite of yourself. Thinking is what the mind does. Now, we don't want to suppress these thoughts or ignore or deny the thoughts. We want to objectively watch the mind in the spontaneous or involuntary thinking that it does without participating in any way. That means no judging, no labeling, no analyzing. And this opens up your choices. It's incredibly liberating when you free yourself from the habits or the patterns of thinking a certain way behaving a certain way, creating expectations of yourself, and then living inside that box within the parameters of your habits and conditioned behavior, where you may be happy sometimes, but much of the times you find you're not happy, you're stressed out, you're overly concerned with what other people may think of you, and not really that aware of how you think and feel about yourself. Further, the time frame is the present moment. We want to be conscious of the tendency of the spontaneous mind, the involuntary monkey mind, to drag us into regrets from the past and fears of the future. Again, these patterns, thinking about the past and the future, 
remove us from the reality of the present moment. And every moment that we spend doing that is a moment that we miss, where life goes by and we weren't paying attention. That tends to accumulate into a whole lot of time in in your lifetime that you missed out being alive and living this life because you were reflecting on the past or dreading the future. There's a great concept in Zen Buddhism called beginner's mind. And the guiding phrase attributed to a guru named Suzuki is that in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the experts, there are few. One of the challenges to being really good at what you do, being an expert, is to make a deliberate effort to look beyond the 98% of your topic or your field that you're already knowledgeable about, that you understand, and that's why you're an expert, to the 2% that you do not understand. In other words, expertise and the wisdom that goes along with it requires a focus on what is yet to be known, what is not known. An expert who focuses only on the 98% that they already know soon falls behind and is not much of an expert at all because life is always changing. Remember we talked about the principle of flux and impermanence that no person ever steps in the same river twice. So exercises designed to develop the beginner's mind include simple things like taking a pen or a pencil, a coin from your pocket or a dollar bill, and looking at it as if you've never seen such a thing and have absolutely no idea what this is for. Now, if that sounds a little strange, let me remind you of a phenomena that I think most people are aware of. Repeating a word, any word, multiple times could be any word. You just repeat it over and over and over and over again. And in 30 seconds or so, that word loses all of its meaning and becomes very strange. It becomes very foreign to you. And it's really an odd feeling. Could be anything. It could be elbow, elbow. Elbow, 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 elbow. You say that for 30 seconds or so, it just loses its sense of meaning. You've broken the curse. You've dehypnotized or unhypnotized yourself from the habit of immediately knowing what an elbow is. And again, you can do that with any word. Well, this is beginner's mind. This is a good thing to break out of those patterns so that you can see what you have been missing all along. That leads to expanded awareness, a greater understanding, and a richer life. Even in a practical sense, more possibilities and more choices in problem-solving and decision-making, let alone the satisfaction of simply understanding something more completely. Doesn't that feel good? So take that pencil or pen or 
a nickel or quarter or dime or dollar bill, a one or a twenty. You're familiar with all these objects, but I want you to look at them as if you just arrived from the planet Mars. You've never seen such a thing. You don't know what it is. You don't know what it's for. It makes absolutely no sense. And you can click on the pause button right now for a minute or two and go ahead and do that exercise. And See if you're able to get to a place that's really new and different and, yeah, even a little strange. Looking at this dollar bill or coin or pen or pencil as if you've never seen such a thing and have no idea what it's for. Go ahead, tap on pause just for a minute or two. Okay, how'd that go? Were you able to break the hypnosis and get to a place of really expanded awareness and, and a whole new interest? Did you see things in that coin or dollar bill, in that pencil or pen that you'd never noticed before about it? Were you able to conjure up that curiosity and even fascination? Well, imagine if you approached your entire life in this way continually, I want to say overcoming or breaking through, but it's really a letting go of habitual thought patterns and belief systems to arrive at an expanded awareness, a higher consciousness, a, a new realizations of all that's available to you. There's an exercise in my book, Fearless Intelligence, that you can also practice anytime you have music available to you, and that's to listen to a tune, whether it's unfamiliar or one you know well, doesn't really matter. Just play a tune and listen to one instrument only for the entire length of the tune. And then play it again, and this time listen to a different instrument all the way through. Dissemble the song, listen to it four or five times, and dissemble the tune. And after you've done this several times, then sit back and listen to the tune again, and you'll hear it in an entirely different way. You'll appreciate it more. The song will be much more meaningful to you, as you'll now be aware of bits of the overall composition and the performance of this tune, this song, this melody that you'd never heard before. And that makes life richer. So let's now do an exercise. Take a few minutes here and I'll actually guide you through a narrative of a full mindfulness meditation where the focus is on our thoughts instead of the body breathing itself. Set up straight, not rigid, but well-balanced. Shoulders back, chin up a little bit. Put a little smile on your face as you begin to relax your entire body. From the top of your head all the way down to the soles of your feet. Create and sense a letting go feeling. And then take two or three nice, slow, deep breaths, pulling in strength and power as you inhale. And as you exhale, feel the letting go. 
allow stress and tension to fall away. And then let your breathing find its normal and natural rhythm. Close your eyes if you haven't already. And just for a few moments, put your attention on the bottom of your nose. And as we practiced in the last meditation exercise, simply watch your body breathing itself for a moment or two, identifying as the watcher, as the witness, not the breather. For this is involuntary breathing, and you are passively observing your body breathing itself all by itself. And continue to create and sense a feeling of relaxation from head to toe. Feel the space around your ears sag or droop a little bit as you relax your scalp and your face and jaw. And again, notice that subtle smile, just the corner of your mouth turned up ever so slightly, not through any effort, but simply by allowing your face to relax. And move your awareness from the bottom of your nose to a point between your eyebrows, to the Ajna Center, the sixth chakra on the forehead, or ideally a couple inches in front of the forehead, between the eyebrows and just above it slightly. And as if you exist, and as if this is your perspective, a point just a few inches in front of the center of your forehead. Imagine looking into your mind from this place in front of it, anticipating your mind will generate all by itself thoughts ideas, concepts, not in response to any intention or desire to think, but all by itself. And you are the watcher. You simply observe these thoughts.
Do this without judging thoughts as right or wrong, as if none of these thoughts are good or bad. Whether they're happy thoughts or bizarre or even dark evil thoughts, they're not yours. They bubbled up all by themselves. And you need not react or respond in any way. Focus simply on observing from this detached and objective place without judgment. without analysis. Without decision or conclusion. Without labeling. Think of these thoughts as similar to bubbles that rise up and then pop or burst only to be replaced by another set of bubbles. But none of them last long. Notice their impermanence and how quickly they're replaced. In an endless stream of casting about. even though you are not participating. You'll notice sometimes these thoughts comment on each other and get rather complex and convoluted. Is this a game to get you more involved? Do you recognize the temptation to be drawn in to the thinking that is so familiar to you?
Can you feel the difference in your body between ignoring the thought, denying it, pushing it away, or seeking to conquer it? And what I'm asking you to do instead, which is simply let go and watch them flow by. Focused, alert, aware. but refusing to be drawn in to the chaos, refusing to participate in the frenzy of the monkey mind. If you notice your spontaneous thoughts swinging from one to another, like a monkey moving through the treetops. And still, you simply watch. A practice like this will aid you when your eyes are open and you're wide awake and moving about through the world. You'll find yourself able to substitute even-tempered well-reasoned thoughts for knee-jerk reactions. You'll find yourself slower to speak and more considerate in your responses. You'll recognize the value of silence, your ability to listen, free from having to write a script, to have at hand when it's your turn to speak. And as your awareness expands and your understanding expands, life becomes richer, more full, wondrous, fascinating.
You'll find happiness for no reason, which is typically called joy. Joy is love. Simple joy and peace. And not only will your life be richer, but that which you have to offer others will be greatly enhanced as you practice the development of mindfulness. As before, when you're ready to return to the waking state, you can count yourself out one to five, telling yourself that in a few moments when you reach the number five, your eyes will be open, wide awake, feeling fine, even better than before. Or if you wish, Simply take a few moments to reorient yourself, to gently form the intention to open your eyes when you're ready, and be back in the room, eyes open, wide awake, feeling great, feeling better than before, alert, rested, refreshed, and revitalized, better and better. And that's quarantine meditation number four. We'll develop this. And I'd like to do an episode on loss and grieving. Even if no one you know has died, we've all lost a great deal. We've lost the ability to hold our friends close, to get a hug, to laugh together and socialize. And we are social creatures. These are sacrifices we're making. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Stay strong, stay safe, stay in touch. Let me hear from you. And as always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. From Palm Springs, California, this is Michael Benner. Namaste and aloha. Mm-hmm.